This is Logic Over Everything. We made it here so you could make it through. All right. Let's do what we got to do. And the topic train roulette is on tonight. Um, I'm going to bring the first topic to the forefront. Uh, it made big news this week. Track and field superstar Noah Lyles sparked a, you know, a little, little bit of a dust up on, on social media, you know, when he claimed that the NBA champions are not, don't deserve the title world champions. <laughs> oh my God. And so it begins. Infinite, infinite. How do you see it, man? Is, is Noah telling the truth or any lies detected? Uh, you know, I never gave much thought to, uh, I guess some boy was, um, uh, scuffing at it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, at the, uh shit, I was sorry, uh, you know, me and you talked about this briefly. Um, uh-huh. I had, a, I had to feel like there's a little bit of, he's in his past, uh, it felt like uh, you know, shout out to that nigga. I don't know, you know, everybody don't know much about him, but yeah. it felt like he had some uh, some estrogen going on, you know, running through his body because I feel like he probably got dunked on in fifth grade, and maybe you know, maybe the basketball thing didn't work out for him, so you know, he had to he had to stick to track. But I mean, when it comes to the NBA, I mean, isn't it a worldwide sport? Like, I mean, there's there's foreign players. All throughout the NBA in America. I mean, just because you know you playing here on the land doesn't not make it not international. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I get what you're saying. I get you. And just and for those that don't know, look, uh, you know, I'm not shitting on Noah. We're not shitting on him. He's a uh, time gold medalist. You got his pen. Yeah. He's, he's dope. He's fire. Yeah, yeah, he's fire. What he do? Uh, last week, um, he did the hundred, the two hundred meter dash. And, you know, they just kind of asked him Friday and set him up. He's 26 years old, ladies and gentlemen. The, the brain just got fully formed. Um, okay, okay. But, but, but hold on. Hold on. Stop that shit. Before we do anything else, we need to stop that shit. Keep moving the goalposts of how old you are to say stupid shit out your mouth. Like, first it was 16, then it was 18, then it was 21. Now, no, yeah. 26 is old enough to not say stupid shit out your mouth. Please yeah, because, uh, yeah, because... I meant to say, uh, I came across that Popovich said, uh, you know, supposed to be the greatest coach of all time. Right. He said the same crap like back in 2010. What? So, sure did. I'm, I'm looking for the quote. Uh, go ahead and continue. I'll, I'll, I'll bring up the yeah, quote. Uh, logic. Uh, it sounds like you have a little bit of a problem with this. Uh, with, with Noah okay. Said. Okay. Here we go. While my man doesn't research, make sure that he's up to date on that. I didn't know. Popovich yes, sir. Said that. It sounds yep. like something dumb. He's not perfect. He's good at coaching. Maybe not perfect, but whatever. This whole no allows thing just makes me think a couple things real quick. Number one, I don't know the fuck you are, so I don't know. (laughs) I don't understand why you're using the 15 minutes that you get every four years to say this stupid shit. Like, you could have told people, like, what the fuck you do or who the fuck you are. Or what country you live in? I don't know anything about that. You know what I'm saying? And, and listeners, I do apologize. Joey G had prefaced by saying that we wasn't going to talk shit. What he meant to say is he wasn't going to talk shit. <laughs> I'm a to because that shit was stupid and it was unnecessary. And the 15 minutes that you get every four years, 
could have been used to like sell your stuff or 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 you know put some profits in your pocket about some shit that's important instead of you know just some sucker shit that somebody put a camera in my the second thing i thought about it today while i was watching the new second season of winning time or hbo listeners you know we're going to talk about that so please take some time check that out it's a great show it occurs to me that the last time an nba team won a championship and called themselves the world champion was like 1984 so I don't even know what the fuck he... Maybe he was watching when it's on and then they asked him this question and then he said that. Because I can't remember another time in my, you know, 42 years. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 the Golden State Warriors don't have Van Daniels talking about world champions. They have NBA champions because it's the day the Right. So I don't... I don't... You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not quite sure like where he was getting this information mm. so again like, like it, the, the the age has something to do with it too like i, I think i really but do. i'm not but i'm not i'm not i'm tired of that i'm tired of that and i'm glad that you went back to that. i'm gonna stand on my comment yeah we gotta stop pushing the goalposts of age back you mm-hmm. old enough to know you're old enough to know there wasn't nobody calling themselves world champion in your whole entire lifetime so you right. old enough to know that i don't know where the fuck you got world champion from you're 26 so, uh, years old. You're old enough to know that that shit was stupid. You're old enough to know <laughs> that if I'm, you know, in the public eye and I get my little minute, you know, to shine and, and, you know, talk about the things that, you know, I spend years in the background struggling for, you know, you could have brought that to the forefront. Mm-hmm. You could have said some real cool shit, made yourself seem like a cool cat. So sneaky. You know, like, there was a whole nother way you could have took that moment. And you chose yeah. To try to dunk on the NBA, which is stupid, because don't nobody know the fuck. <laughs> like you, you could just say, you know, I'm the real international champion. Just kept it moving, but the single out, yeah, the single out the NBA for. Right. Yeah, exactly. even if he was right, even if they call him the world champion every year, I think personally, if you stick a microphone in my feet for 15 minutes right now, I'm talking about this podcast. I'm talking about my niggas. I'm talking about the things that we're doing. I'm selling us. I'm selling this. I'm selling myself. I'm I'm focused on that. I don't think that this is the time for me to go. To, okay, this is my 15 minutes. OJ didn't do it. Like this, mm. that just doesn't seem <laughs> relevant at the time. Like right, right. So, so here's the quote from the desk of Greg Popovich in 2010. Okay. Uh. There are no world champions in the NBA, so anybody that has the flag up that says world champion world champions is not correct. Mm. All right, just just for a moment, <laughs> let, let, let me let me understand it. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna unpack the argument as I'm a novice. I've never watched a game of basketball. I'm being introduced to it. All right. And I'm going to ask you, gentlemen, what you think about my question and, and, and if I'm thinking in the right direction. But to mm-hmm. me, the National Basketball Association, the, the guys that get into this, you know, we've talked about it many times. They, they, there are 5,200 players in 76 years. It's a small, very small percentage of people. Okay. Sure. So is it safe to assume that if you – even are the 15th person on any NBA team, the 15th best person on any NBA team, 
are you the best in the world? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But so you could you could take so you, for example, let's just take fifteen of the number fifteen number fifteen best player on each individual team and go play world basketball <laughs> for mm-hmm. summer mm-hmm. against against strictly uh, foreign basketball teams mm-hmm. around the globe. Our, mm-hmm. our number fifteen ranked play for each team in the NBA would go dominate those teams for a whole damn sum without a question. Now that, I like what you said. That I think might be a slight stretch, but I think you're right to a certain degree. In my opinion, the number one thing that we can all agree on right now is that the best overseas players play in the NBA. Yeah, I think I we agree can all agree that. to that. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. You so if those the overseas players. players, right, if the overseas players, let's say a Luka went back to Gongovic or wherever he's from and yeah. played for Gongovic, right. I don't know if the 15th player on every team could play against the team with Luka Orton. I don't know if that's it. I don't know. I, it, it, I would watch it, but I'm not sure. But the fact that we agree that the best international players are in the NBA is how we can easily take the stance that the NBA is the best. I get it. Okay. Because if you're the best anywhere in the world, you come to the NBA to play basketball. Mm -hmm. And that's just a fact. That there's no negotiating that you can't talk about. Be right. First airplane ticket. Airplane ticket right to America. Boom. Boom. The other thing that I would say, and this is just an aside, but the other thing that I would say is one of the things that we have to remember about like international basketball and shit like that is these motherfuckers been playing basketball with each other on the international team and practicing all the years. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if we do an international FIBA tournament every what, two years, four years? Yeah. In between that time, they're still practicing. They're still playing they're still doing whatever the fuck they do internationally and getting that together. When we put our teams out there, usually it's a couple practices mm-hmm. the summer before, and then you just kind of roll the team out there and you figure that shit out. Well, that, says, that says a lot on our part then. <laughs> we got right. limited exactly. practice. Exactly. You know, so. If you could take this year's FIBA team and let them practice together for four years, mm-hmm. they'd beat any team. That any other country had, yeah, and I think you can still apply, apply that logic to the 15 best player on 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 our on okay. our NBA teams. It would at and least bring possible. up the question that we we don't know what would happen. We would just get. I would be guessing that that yes, team yes. That, would would that. be victorious. You know, I would be guessing that I that think, is a pretty safe bet. I think what Inf is saying, just to to make sure that I understand, is that if we took the 15th man over every team, got a squad of 15 people. And let them practice playing basketball together yep. for four years. Yep. Yeah, they probably go over there and kick ass. They probably. And I'm not saying. And when I say dominant, you know, when I said earlier, like dominant, I'm not mean like some dream team shit where we just knocking niggas out, you know, fifty points a game yeah. and shit. But yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, this overall, we going to we going to get the, you know, most likely it's ninety yeah. percent chance that we're going to bring home the ring. Yeah, I believe it. I can, I can, I can believe that. If you the, gave them four years to yeah. practice. To get to, you know, yeah, I, mean, I might even give him a year. I'm, I'm, like I, yeah, yeah, I might even say a year. Shit. Mm. Okay. 
I mean, a whole year would be different because the 15th yeah. man on a lot of teams would be a starter in other countries. And that's Absolutely. another and that's thing I want. So that's the second part of the argument, right? What is the, what is the first thing an NBA player does when they don't have it anymore? Or gets cut from a team, say can't get a job. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's been in the NBA, they can't get the job anymore. They go where? <laughs> Overseas. <laughs> to, and they dominate. You know, exactly. the, the thing Dwight Howard was doing. <laughs> Old man Steph has a has several statues right now. Old man, not even young yeah. man Steph. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Steph Marbury, yeah. like he's a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he, he, he's the GOAT over there. For real. <laughs> the Chinese GOAT. He's the greatest player they've ever had. And a black a man. And, that and he was old when he got there. <laughs> Come he was on, old when he got there. He might have been 35, 36 when he started Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's my point. Exactly. And was running through them. Oh, running. Just running right through that. Okay. Now, for those following the story, and you may, you know, you may have another devil's advocate. I know that a lot of their players play in the NBA, right? So you're saying that how can we be world beaters when we're taking the play when some of the best players in that in the league right now are from over there? So we give them back. Right. I feel like they do that anyway. We do that every four years. They give them back, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to play for their respective country. Yeah. And they don't win <laughs> because <laughs> it, it, it takes yeah. more than just one person. Thank to, you. Okay. Okay. How OP Luca is. Luca's is by himself. They might, right. yeah, rest, of them, rest of them niggas on our team is Fernando. Like, no, this <laughs> is Fernando, but Fernando ain't. And it's yeah, nice nah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. And that's that's, mm-hmm. that's that's a strategic fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's a fact. That is, my biggest thing is just, shut up. Like, that's really the key to everything <laughs> regarding this issue. And, it's and everything that... that we just talked about, y'all could have discussed when he made that comment. You know what I'm saying? Like, as that mm-hmm. comment came out of his mouth, somebody could have pulled up these type of call facts and just said, look, let's look at it this way. Let's clean this up a little bit. Instead of mm-hmm. him just saying something high isolation to get his name out there, which worked. I guess that was the plan. But mm-hmm. he could have said something that built him up better mm-hmm. or, or, yes. or put the spotlight on him in a positive way based on the successes that he had as a whatever the fuck he is. Because I still don't know what the fuck you do. I don't know anything about you. I, I don't. I, I think you wear a unitard to work. I don't know anything wow. other than that. Wow. And and so, he's talking I'm about just, a team sport, and he he doesn't play a right. team sport. He he runs right. by himself. He he trains by himself. You know, and he runs against the world. Like so, uh, right. he doesn't know what that's like. So imagine if we had the NBA, where it's you know, you're putting LeBron against Jokic, and they're doing one on ones, and then you try to find out the best player in the world. I think that's a more uh, that's a harder argument to form, but you know his limited but also knowledge on the team sport. But it also wouldn't be basketball. It, the point exactly. where you did one on ones and shit, it wouldn't right. be basketball. So, like, you couldn't even really say that that was a thing if you just said Luca versus LeBron right now, uh-huh. who's the best in the world? Like, that's not accurate, really, because it's not basketball. Basketball, like my man Imp just said, requires more than one person. So. Right. Okay. Okay. 
Hey, look, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. I thought you were going to come for the young man's head and cut it off, you know. Uh, oh, nah, 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 <laughs> never that. It's never, it's never, it's never going to, you know, there's some emotion in there. I'm not going to front, but it's never, it's logical for everything. And I'm right. thinking logic, logically, this is the last time we're going to hear about you until <laughs> 2028. You could have said something a little bit greater than that. Like you could have said black people need to be free or or any number of wonderful things that you could have said that could have submitted you as somebody for us to keep our eyes on and, and pay attention to. But by saying that, now I want to know less about you and I want to see you less, <laughs> which is cool because what you do means that I don't have to see you mm-hmm. after August 39th. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, in a couple <laughs> weeks, yeah, bro. you'll be gone. You'll be gone. He's gone. He's gone. You'll be gone. This is your moment. This is what you did with your moment. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't have gone. There. Yeah, I, I don't, like I said, I'm gonna stick to my uh, theory. But like I said, I feel like he he got dunked on at 16 years old, and he just wasn't re- prepared for that. <laughs> he didn't because, like it. Yeah, because he he surely didn't shit on because NFL called themselves world champions. He, he didn't shit on the NFL, so I feel like it's true. Was, I feel like it's true too. Yeah, I feel like he that was, is true too. I feel and like, like wanted, basketball, NFL yeah. is the only country that played the shit. Like, it's not like you play <laughs> another country. Yeah. It's the only country that played. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I feel like he was wanting to, you know, have future plans for the NBA or whatever, but it, it, it went wrong. Out. And it didn't work out. Well, now it's not going like, to work. Well, now it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Like, that's out now. Yeah. That's out. Like, you could have oh. been in the 15th man on one of them teams. Not now. But there's one thing you don't want to do is Get on the court with Anthony Edwards and get your head smashed in once again. Oh, All right. right. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you gonna have PTSD, PTSD, my dude. Like, man, you know, we don't want Bro, that for you. Just, right. I kind of want you to get that so that you can I... understand what the fuck you're talking Like that's that's not it. Uh, thank you very much for participating in my topic, gentlemen. Uh, Infinite. It is. It is your go, man. What's your topic? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we're sticking to the NBA, but we're going to get a little salacious because I felt like the beginning of a bridge was starting to be built uh, last weekend with the uh, Big Three having their All-Star game here in D.C. But I didn't even know. I, I know they had, you know, like the celebrity game. And uh, once again, shout out to uh, Chauncey Gillips. Uh, <laughs> Gilly the King. Home, Gilly, Gilly <laughs> the King. Shout out to that brother and uh, – I'm just glad he's, you know, trying to keep his mind off things, you know, with the, you know, news that, you know, happened with his family in recent time. But, um, yeah, you know, we I, I didn't know until a few days ago that Jalen Brown had participated as well. Jalen mm-hmm. Brown from the Boston Celtics in the NBA. And, you know. Mr. 300. Mr. 300. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. The real guy good that's worked the most in the NBA. He, does yeah. he have the biggest contract or is that? Yep. Number one. Number one. Number and one, he's, and he's taking a contract. He's taking a contract and his talents on the road to a whole different league. And we know that the big three is uh, right now being curated by uh, world-renowned rapper uh, Ice Cube. Shout out to that brother. And uh, seems like he's gaining some steam, obviously, because you got an NBA mm-hmm. player coming across and uh, participating. So, you know, my my question is: Did Jalen Brown start a? Oh, think of bridging the gap, maybe you know, because you know, logic already knows. You know, I like to talk about the you know the inmates running the uh, asylum, and uh, okay, so you think that this is the 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 brothers in the NBA? This is their chance to run their own shit. All I think way. so because you know the, you know because I know uh, 
uh, Q was doing this, you know, world tour re recently with different uh, shows, you know, uh, sports shows. Uh, I know he was like on Cam's joint. Yeah. And, you know, I know uh, when um, Q first started the league, you know, he he went to the big networks and stuff like that, things of that nature, and the NBA. And I asked him, like, hey, you know, mm -hmm. I would like to be a part, you know, do, you know, collab with y'all because I know, I guess the thing was that they were trying to say, oh, he since he since he's playing during the summertime, he's interfering with the WNBA and <laughs> all this mess, you know. And then once again, shout out to the WNBA, but let's you know, just be real, nobody's nope. really, really paying attention to that. I mean, it just it is what it is. Yeah. I, hey, Man, logic, I logic, you want to take this one first? I got it. I got a take, but you know, you can get your take off. Yeah. All right. I, you know, I thought a lot about this because you. Uh, Infinite, you know, you and I have talked off air about uh, the big three, and yeah. you know, you you're you're waiting for something that probably will never happen, you know. And this is mm -hmm. just my my thought because those those owners of the NBA they're not gonna let it happen, you know. Like the the reaction to this, Jalen Brown is the highest paid NBA player, so guess what the contracts look like going forward, you know, to the new squads. They don't allow mm -hmm. the players to leave. And and go you know play outside of a league for another league at all. It's gonna get that petty. You know they're gonna have mm -hmm. fines and penalties and there's gonna be all kinds of things with those contracts because they're desperately trying to keep those stars invested. You can see that the NBA has come a long way in just the past ten years in its in its investment in advertising and trying to be the in the forefront of social media. They're just not gonna get rid of those stars. Furthermore, we're going to see some wild shit that Logic is going to hate because it's going to be like Ice Cube says that Jewish people suck or something. Like, it's going to be some goofy shit like that. to just Get him out of there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're going to get him out of there right away. <laughs> and and it's not even going to be a thing, you know, and, and everybody's going to believe it. And all of a sudden, Cube is, is blacklisted because I even, mm -hmm. you know, even, even as that news broke and I'm seeing the interview with Cube and, and Jalen Brown, the next thing I see is some random motherfucking DJ calls him the greatest rapper of all time in his book. Ice Cube is the greatest rapper of all time. I've never heard that argument in my life until the day after Jalen Brown is next to Ice Cube. And now I'm hearing an argument that he's better than Biggie. He's a better <laughs> storyteller. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And, but that's, you know, I feel like that's the setup right there. Some some white man up high was like, yeah, we got to we got to do this. Let me insert this ridiculous shit mm -hmm. <laughs> that I've never heard before. I don't care how good your day was. And that's a play on words for those that don't know. That's nice. Anyway. Yeah. Today was a good day and all that. It's, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm just telling you, it will not stand. The NBA won't stand for for the big three. And. That's Ice Cube can go wherever he wants. And that's not me hating. That's just me saying the powers that be. Mm -hmm. mm. Logic, feel free to disagree, my friend. I don't necessarily disagree. I just see it from a different standpoint. Number one, let's start here. Musically, this Ice Cube biggie thing, I, <laughs> you guys can take that way you guys want to take that. I'm going to say this because I'm all about the flowers. I'm all about the positivity, and I'm definitely an ice cube fan. Uh huh. So, Today's a good day is probably top five greatest rap song of all time. It does make mm -hmm. me feel That's good. Not debatable. 
it no, makes everyone feel good. It is Ma- one yeah. of the greatest songs. It has one of the greatest samples. It's one of the easiest joints to put on in any situation, anywhere yep. you go, with bitches, with niggas, whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. a party, a function, a kickback, work, whatever you're doing, when that song mm-hmm. comes on, it the way they put that together, I there might not be five other rap songs in history mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. fit. And I don't know if Biggie has one of those. Yeah. We can yeah, okay. We can we can, you know, we could say, you know, a couple songs that I fuck with personally much more or this or that. But I'm just talking as a whole, as a community of hip hop. I don't mm-hmm. know five artists that got one of those. That's 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 a crazy song. Like it's and it deserves everything. So if you wanna say Cube is a better storyteller or whatever, yeah. I don't necessarily agree. But if you put that song in front of anybody else's song, anybody else's song dies. Right. Mm-hmm. One shot for one shot, that's just that's just an aside. Mm-hmm. On the okay. basketball says uh-huh. I like what you're saying, Joe. Yeah. But I like what I'm saying too. And I respect what the young man, Jalen Brown, did. I respect it. I understand. Mm-hmm. And this is just kind of like a deeper dive, but this is what I understand. Whenever NBA basketball is not happening, lots of people have lots of different leagues that's playing basketball. Jamal right. Crawford's got one going on in Seattle. They got the big joint in LA. They got different joints in New York. Rucker type shit. Like it, these guys are playing ball. These guys are trying to create their own infrastructure to allow people to play ball freely and make a different type of money mm-hmm. and you know appeal to different crowd bases instead of you know the platforms that the NBA kind of propels you to talk to. Like you might want to talk to your specific community or or you know whatever demographic is most comfortable for you. I personally think that getting, you know, the highest paid player in the NBA to play in your platform is a real good look. And yeah. I understand what Joey G is saying about the contracts because they are going to probably try to do some dumb shit like that. Right. They're not going to give the you the reality all. of it. Yeah, they're not. But the reality of it is right now is the time to start pushing that type of agenda. Mm. This is the time. Because it, mm-hmm. it's not set yet. The contracts don't say that. Mm-hmm. They don't say yep. you can't be in Jamal Crawford's whatever the fuck in Seattle. It doesn't say that you mm-hmm. can't be in the Rocket. You, you can. You can do whatever you want to do. One of the things that happened, I think it was, what was it, six years ago, five or six years ago, there was a strike. And all the NBA players just said, fuck it, and started playing basketball in whatever city they was located or whatever city they felt like flying to. Mm-hmm. And the league cleared up whatever issues they had immediately. Real fast. That these guys are what people pay to see, not right. us writing paperwork. Like, ain't nobody trying to see lawyers put together nothing. Like, that's not why we watch this. Mm-hmm. So the talent can go wherever they want and be talented. And we will watch. The fans will pay. The people who love mm-hmm. basketball will watch basketball in whatever form you, you know what I'm saying? Like, however you shake it out to be. So it would behoove the NBA, instead of trying to destroy it, to try to embrace it and try Mm. to connect it and connect those audiences to the bigger product. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you could connect that, 
then Cube can get what Cube looking for. The fans can get what they're looking for, which is basketball. I just want basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. where you play that shit at. You can play that shit in Boston. You can play that shit in Cambridge, in the hood somewhere. Like, whatever the fuck you do, I'm trying to watch it. Like, I'm into that. So, hopefully, this doesn't go the way that Joey G is saying. I hope it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I can see right. it definitely going that way. But I hope that there's some synergy there. There was a third comment that I wanted to make real quick. You see the WNBA in there. Mm-hmm. That's a sore spot to talk about. And that's a tough, you know, I, to the listeners and everybody, I don't want to be the type of person to say anything negative about women's sports, especially not women's basketball, because they just be pooping like a motherfucker. The support isn't there in the way that it should be. And I don't know if that support should necessarily come from the bigger group, the, the NBA, mm-hmm. or the fan base. But I just want to say this, and then we can transition to whatever. There was a period of time when the NBA was the WNBA. It was nothing. Everything right. was on tape delay. It was not important. Nobody gave a fuck about it. They had two different systems, the NBA and the ABA, and nobody gave a fuck about it, either one of them. So the processes that we see and the things that we see can be overcome by fan participation. So for anybody that feel a way about the WNBA thing, for anybody that feel a way about the big three thing, for anybody that feel a way about anything, you know, about that, purchase the products. Put your money where your mouth at, and then it could change. Because mm. as we see, all it takes is a Magic and a Larry Bird to change everything. That's all it takes. For the okay. big three, all it might take is a Jalen Brown to change everything. And see, and that's the, one. that's the fantasy part of it because now right. you're saying that the highest paid in the league is going to go over to a league and then also play in the other league, which which is fantasy for me because it, it's one of those things where you, you open the door and then it gets goofy. Right. And all of a sudden, poor Paul George, right. who hasn't played you know 200 games right. in the last four years, is over right. there playing, you know, Cause nobody wants, you know, no disrespect, but you know nobody wants to see Duncan Robinson. Like you, you mentioned, uh, old boy uh, Crawford had had a league, you know, and no disrespect yeah. to him, but he's not a superstar. You know, you think a superstar? He's that's Jalen Brown. You know, he's getting he's, superstar and money. That is true. So but when you I'll have say, Anthony Davis watch, over there, if playing you watch, <laughs> nah, I hear what you're saying. If you yeah, watch uh-huh. what Jamal's over there doing. Yeah, it's basketball, and I understand that it might not get the same amount of looks as NBA does. Right, but it's getting looks. It's mm-hmm. getting looks, and it's also you know headed by a dude who probably has enough money to make sure that it gets broadcast somewhere somehow, or you know it happens. At the end of the day, we're talking kind of you know from different sides of the angles and different things, but I think we can all agree. Jalen playing ball. Mm-hmm. For the big three shouldn't necessarily mean that every high-paid player needs to play ball for the big three. But there might be some 14th and 15th men on some team that could go over there and put up a little, you know what I'm saying? That might just be another avenue. And that's what happens if the NBA, instead of fighting progress, puts their pride to the side and embraces it then that can be something that they can use with the MBDL to do this. And then you can put certain players against certain players over there. And then, you know, you can have these older vets and these ex players that can actually monitor and be, you know what I mean? Then some of these guys can actually step into the league and 
and be coaches, assistant coaches. And, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it can open a lot of doors. It can create a lot of new ways to get into the bigger system if the bigger system allows for it. I think that makes sense. Okay. All right. Well, look, Infinite, did we answer your question? You got it? Yeah, a little bit. You know, because I think we got to think about too, and I'm not just saying them, you know, going back and forth between the NBA and the Big Three, because the Big Three, if enough players come over from the NBA, this could turn to the to the Big Five. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It you know what I'm saying? It can be anything. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And, and just because they got a contract now, when that contract over, they can leave and just be full time with the Big Three. And that's what I'm saying. It could or be, it could be that, or whatever. Or turns five, yeah, or whatever turns into whatever. Turns whatever. Yeah, and that's that's going to put some real big pressure on uh on the commissioner. So, like you said, you know, I I think the brothers are better because because it's already gaining momentum now. Like, yeah, like yeah said, it, is, you, it is. It's it's big. Yeah, I've watched it. It's 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 fun to watch as a fan yeah. of the game. If you're a I fan watch of it on game, Sundays. It's fun. It's fun to yeah, watch, and it's it's real fun to watch them guys get out there and mix it up, mm-hmm. and, and you know. They're older guys, but they still got it. Yeah, exactly. And this talks to the other point. I've been making Joe too, you know, for the past uh, year and a half or whatever about the NBA really needs to consider change once again changing their schedule to have summertime basketball. This is a summer mm. sport. Mm. There you go. There you go. But now you have a functional option that you can mm. utilize with a you know CEO yep. slash commissioner Ice Cube that yep. you can actually get guys on the court over there. Yep. You could actually put a couple dollars up to, you know, finance yep. it. Not so much to put bread in anybody's pocket or anything like that, but to make sure that the TV deals kind of revolve to it. So, you know, it gets yep. optic. It can get some, you know, headlines and some yep. uh, And then you can have your guys out there playing. You can put your rookies out the there. NBA, you know the NBA players are, are already playing in summer league anyway. So why They're not? Playing anyway. Exactly. exactly. They're playing anyway. And so I think, again, just to wrap that up, the idea is that the NBA as a whole, and when I say that, the commissioner on down, however you yep. do that, this is an opportunity to move forward and to create a different system that's more equitable and, 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 and better value for everybody that plays and everybody that watches hmm. instead of trying to NFL this thing and just saying, nah, you can't do that, and nah, you can't do that. And like you know, Joey G said, uh, we're going to make Ice Cube look like a – uh, somebody who hates the Jewish community and we're going to do this and we're going to do that and then we're going to cause like some type of stir online about his rap value because that don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. let's don't do that. I would think that the better move would be to embrace that shit, to add that shit yep. to your catalog yep. so that both sides can get what they want because that can easily be a feeding ground for some of your MBDL talent, some of your younger talent, Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like some of your rookies that you just want to see how they shape. Yep. Instead of just drafting guys and then sewing them out on a basketball court, maybe you could let them run at the big three, big five. Mm-hmm. See where they at. And then they can actually mm-hmm. meet some veterans and some guys who've been around the league a little bit that can Absolutely. tell them other shit. Yep. That don't have nothing to do with basketball. That can explain how you get to the point where, you know, you're Rashad Lewis. It would be good to get some rookies around on Rashad Lewis. I could teach y'all to do how to make this thing into a career. There's value in that. And that's one of the things that this league right now, because of the youth and because of the age group, it doesn't have so much of. It doesn't have so much transition, you know, from the elder statesman to the young guy. So that would be a great way to just 
get some older guys in some of these younger guys' ears. You get a Anthony Edwards, and you get them out there, you know, playing with some of those guys and listening to how they talk and seeing what they do and going through their career. That's only going to help that kid. Yeah. Bridging the gap. Paying it forward. Paying it back. Yeah. And that's going to make the NBA product better. Yeah. Just, well, because better yeah. NBA play, better players make better NBA yeah. players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it's it's all hand to hand. I had to be but myself again, and, and, and be a little negative, negative, but I but I, I I see positive in it, and I hope it is. You know, I hope it I hope it comes to fruition. I hope it comes yeah. to fruition. Nah. I see the positive in it. I feel yeah. like if we could sit right here and say these things, there's people, executives, and 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 Ice Cube people, and you know, there's people on all sides that can probably say the same thing. It's just same exact same thing. Will y'all will y'all execute this? Will y'all see the vision? And we I get it out of the way of, you know, the person that's bringing the vision to you. Because if you start to personalize it and say, oh, well, we won't want the vision from Ice Cube, then you you blocking a whole lot of positivity that could come out of it. Okay. All right. Bang the gavel on that one. Logic, Boom. what you got for us tonight, bro? What's up? All right. This is just a quick aside. I know I'm going third because I'm not sure listeners. This is this is pretty much like an open conversation, so so please, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing if any of you guys or you ladies are aware. Apparently, HBO came out with a documentary about Bishop Sycamore. And, and long story short, I don't want to give away all the elements if you haven't seen it. This black dude just decided that he was going to create a school for football players to get him to college. And the way he went about it was wrong. And the shit that he did was wrong. And he seems to be like a really, really terrible motherfucker, to be honest. Like, he just seems to be a really, really terrible motherfucker. But if you watch it, I would love to know what other people think. I would love to know what my fellow castmates think. Hopefully they'll check that out, too. I would love to get your ideas of once you remove, you know, the anger and the tension that you get from the main character, which is this black dude. I think he's from New York, but he's one of those weird transformer t-shirt black dudes. So, you know, he's just a different breed of black dudes altogether. What for me, the documentary did is it kind of made me think about what makes all the rest of these schools schools. Like, how does this fucking work? Like, how do you do this? Like, how did the people that did it the right way do it? Like, you know, they're playing academies like IMG Academy. What the fuck is that? What is it? Like, what basis of education does it? I don't know anything about it. I know that last year, earlier this year, I'm not sure, they got bought by equity management firm for like $7 billion. And this is supposed to be a school. And this is the school where they play, you know, basketball, football, and they take high school kids and, you know, elevate them and all of that. But if you look at it from a certain vantage point, you just see a dude who's poking holes at a system that seems like it's bullshit. It seems like the whole thing is bullshit. And they're trying to railroad it onto the black dude to make it seem like he's the one that made it bullshit. And he's bullshit. For sure, like clear cut, one hundred percent bullshit. But it seems like the only way 
that he could attain some of the things that he attained was if he was working within a prison systematically that's created or bullshit. So please, I urge you guys to check that out. Yeah. So where, where, where can we find this? Where's the streaming on? It's on HBO. It's also <laughs> illegally downloadable, which is what I did. And <laughs> it's on the HBO because because you know I I really would like to do some research on. It. I'm I'm Wikipediaing it right now, and I see that the coach for this football for this I guess for these for this the coach of this team was getting the plays yeah. from the Madden NFL video game. Yeah, he wasn't a coach. He wasn't a coach. <laughs> there were a certain amount of children who were okay. on the team who by definition legally were not children. Uh-huh. And then you had 101 parents who were seemingly paying money to get their children to this imaginary school to play imaginary Madden football. And it worked. And it worked. And then ESPN actually picked up the school. That's that's where the whole Bishop Sycamore thing really came alive, is when Bishop Sycamore played IMG on ESPN2 live. And I think they got beat by like 700 points. Mm. And then people were like, wow. what's up? And then what you realize is that the whole thing, the whole pyramid of this is just based off of feeding off of black boys with no option. That's the whole thing. Like this whole thing just operates off of black children's dreams and aspirations. Mm. Like as long as we can get them to believe this shit, they'll do whatever. And then their parents will let us do whatever. And then the state will let us do whatever. And then we could do whatever. And then I could just do this. And so you got a black dude who kind of was operating off of that. Like, well, I'll just do whatever to get the kids out there because you know we got to get the kids out there. So it's just it's 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 a it's an interesting look. And to me, it made me hungrier to find out more. And that's why I wanted to bring it up in the thing, because I think, you know, a good documentary show you some shit. A great documentary make you want to find out some more shit. And mm-hmm. that's what this one did. Okay. I want to find out more about how you create these schools and right. what these schools are doing for these children academically. Like, what are you doing? Because it seems to me like you're doing the same thing this guy was doing. You're just doing it by the law, what is the law? Like, what legally, what are we, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you allowed to do? Are you allowed to just create a school and then just say it's a school and then just throw some textbooks in the air and then just get a whole bunch of kids to pay whatever, you know, with the idea that if we you know, give you this time and we give you this funding and we give you these opportunities that you can market yourself and get yourself to, you know, the next level, whether it be, you know, college or the NFL. And then when you have a black dude who's working with the kids that didn't go to the IMGs and all these academies, what does that mean? Because, of course, the kids that he was using weren't the good kids. And that's just a fact. They weren't the kids that are good. They were the other kids with the same dreams, with the same hope, with the same aspiration. Just not the same talent. Hmm. Yeah, I'm reading. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I was surprised by this topic, so I feel like this is homework for the listeners and for us. And also, if somebody can tell me if Umar Johnson's school is built yet, too, we'll, uh, we'll attack. Yes and no. Yes and no. <laughs> Last time be- I heard, like a month and a half ago, two months ago, yes and no. He apparently still needs plumbers. So. 
He never got the toilet fix. Oh, you know, I I see what the big brother's trying to do. There's a whole nother topic for another day. I see what he's trying to do. Uh I wish him well. I hope he gets it done. Right. I'm not giving you a dollar. Five years. I'm I'm not giving you a dollar. Not one dollar out of my pocket. (laughs) It's like the building fund for any any uh, black church. Church. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think we should have a. I think we should have a legitimate cast on on this issue. Like, I, the more I'm reading, it, like the announcers on the air watching the game yeah. started to question yeah. the legitimacy of. Yeah. of that's of the that's program. what happened, like, bro. This sounds like a train this wreck. A, a fire festival this is a of situa- football. It, that's exactly what it was. It was a situation that, and I'm using a big word here, listeners, metastasized. Bah, talk about it. Ooh, <laughs> this is a situation that metastasized into something that was so far beyond the pale that they didn't have rules or regulations to necessarily stop it. The cancer of it all. You know, it, the, the cancer of it all. And then the fact that ESPN and, and you know, the NFL, you know, all the people that were kind of involved in getting this to that level kind of washed their hands of the whole thing. Mm. They just said, oh, we didn't do, we didn't know. Nobody knew anything. Like everybody knows anything, but nobody knows nothing. How do you get a televised game with a made-up school unless the other school is made up too? Like they're all made up. IMG Academy level. What is that? And Bishop's made up. It's crazy. (laughs) And it was played at the Hall of Fame in in Ohio. It was played in the stadium in Ohio. That's where my mind goes. You see what I'm saying? When you start reading, when you start doing your call facts on it. You start seeing things that's that's outside of the person. Outside the rabbit hole goes deep. The rabbit hole goes deep. deep. And you see systematic foolishness. You see a system that feeds awful children. And then you see another system that seeks to villainize one or two or three individuals that are also feeding off children. So that's nasty. But there's no discussion of the right way to do it, the proper way to do it, or if it even really needs to be done. That's not really brought up to you. So when you start reading the Wikipedia and you start seeing what happened, yeah, it's like, oh, what's going on in Ohio? What the uh, fuck are they doing? We gotta it's like, figure it out. That's there. You go. There you All go. Right. All right, listeners, got your homework. Bishop Sycamore. On HBO, uh, or 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 uh, email us for for the for the steal it link. I, I guess I don't. I, I could definitely, I could definitely, I could definitely. You can float it. Talk to somebody who could talk to somebody who could talk to somebody who might look out for somebody else to make sure that you could maybe have a link that might could possibly <laughs> allow you to view that in the comfort of your own home without a security uh... that. I'm sure they got most of it on Google, somebody, uh, uh, YouTube right now. So I'm sure. I'm sure. But is it I'm called not the sure Bishop? Is it know. called Bishop Sycamore documentary? Is it or is it? No, nope. it's called BS High. BS High. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got it and we got it. And Which is this... some wordplay. It's some vicious wordplay because it's BS for Bishop Sycamore, but it's yeah. also BS for bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Double on okay. Hey, this cast has been not bullshit. So this has been <laughs> logic over everything. It's over. And it's been everything. Thank you for joining us, folks.
listeners, listeners, thank you so much for allowing us to come into your home, into your hearts, into your ears, and display our rather limited knowledge on individual topics that we give a fuck about at this moment. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. 40K, 40K, 40K. 40K, 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 40K. We trying to be right. 40K gang. So tell your friends, tell your mom. Yes. I'm a pretty good looking dude. I can send pictures too. I know Bill is somewhere in the midst. Like, please put me on camera. So, you know, we, we got some good looking dudes. If moms is into that, so just leave this 40K. Or, or grandma. Or grandma. Out. At this age, I, you know, I'll take grandma too. So it's not a problem. Yeah, grandma. Grandma got the AARP. Right, like right. Like I could, I could get with grandma for a little bit. Just and she probably got better credit too. So, like probably. And I like Golden Corral, so you know those things kind of go together. Wow. But again, wow. thank you so much, listeners. Thank you. <laughs> I speak for the whole cast when I say we appreciate you. We do yes, this indeed. for y'all. Thank you. We out. That was smooth.